I'm Matthew Dubins. Welcome to Don't Scare Me with Donor Data, my podcast where I talk all things donor data with nonprofit professionals near and far to help get you more familiar with its trials and triumphs. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Matthew? I'm good. Thank you, all things considered. Um, so, Michael, you have uh, decided to bite the bullets uh, and jump right on into uh, your own business, uh, a business that deals with uh, for-profits and also uh, non-for-profits that you've called LMR Market Research. Um, I really have to uh, give you my kudos, uh, you know, having uh, clearly gone, gone that insane route myself. <laughs> um, and I thought it would be nice to uh, touch base with you and uh, just to ask you more about the, you know, the, the overall characteristics of your business, uh, you know, the services and uh, the uh, value that these services can uh, bring to nonprofits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so thanks for having me, Matthew. Um, yeah, I can go over our services um, for LMR Market Research. Um, so we're a full service market research consulting agency. Um, and our goal is we help clients understand areas where they may, may lack um, critical information um, and help them identify opportunities. Um, and our main focus is survey design. That's what we do. Um, that's what we have experience doing um, for over a decade, some of our analysts. Um, so we're very good at it. Um, and that's our focus. So that's what we do. We do it well. Um, so we basically can take a study from concept creation all the way through to completion. So that involves the field work that involves analyzing the data and coming back with insight from the analysis that we do. So um, we do work in for-profit and we do work in non-profit as well. So in non-profit, we offer things such as donor satisfaction surveys and just donor opinion surveys and um, just donors' history of what they think about our organization, what their um, giving habits are likely to be. And it's just another tool that um, any kind of marketer at a non-for-profit can use um, along with a company such as yourself, um, Donor Science. It just gives them more information to make decisions. Um, and especially now, it's a tough time. Um, a lot of pe people want to make information or want to have, sorry, information before making crucial decisions. So we're here to help them with that. Uh, oh, fantastic. Um, so I've had a little bit of experience uh, with survey, uh, uh, survey design and survey deployment before. Um, and uh, I, I know at least in my experience, um, actual response rates uh, for surveys, at least in the, the nonprofit industry, can sort of be all over the map. Um, what, what's been um, your, uh, what's been your experience with um, how, uh, like what, the, the extent to which 
um, a, uh, a database, whether it's for-profit or non-for-profit, uh, will uh, respond to, uh, to surveys? Yeah, so like you said, it's very difficult to put a big number or sorry, like a standard number for the industry. Um, responses can look to be all over the place and that's because it depends a lot on the charity that you're working with and there's a lot of um, variance over the industry in these charities. So some have very small donor bases, but the donors are very engaging. So you'd like to see higher response rates there, whereas some have very large donor bases, but the donors aren't that engaged. They may just give once a year over Christmas in a direct mail appeal. So you're likely to see lower response rates there. Um, what we have noticed and what I would say there's a correlation is it depends on for instance, if you put the survey within a direct mail appeal or within an email repeal, it tends to hover around and correlate to that kind of response rate you'd expect within a direct mail appeal or within the emails that you put it out. So if you're an organization that gets 15% response rate on direct mail appeals, like you would likely see your response rate hover around that um, amount. And if your organization that sees 5% response rates, you're going to see that might lead more around 5% for those. So I think the one correlation, because yes, it is all over the map, is how engaged is your donor base to begin with? Um, and what are your response rates in your direct mail program and in your um, email marketing program? Um, and that, that actually brings me uh, to a follow-up question. Um, what, in your opinion uh, or experience, uh, would help uh, a, an organization to uh, get higher response rates uh, on one of these surveys? Like, the, let, Let's take non-for-profit, I mean, because that's the sector that, uh, that, that I operate in. I'm, I'm really curious. Um, well, it's the same in not-for-profit and non-for-profit. If you incentivize them to respond to a survey, they're more likely to respond to a survey. So for instance, if you can offer them some kind of free incentive, like if you're an organization that can offer tours, um, maybe you're like an animal sanctuary, um, then you can offer a free tour of the sanctuary um, or any kind of things that you can offer within what you're allowed to offer um, by CRA. Um, if you can offer those kind of incentives, um, those we often use those in market research, they just drive up response because people have a chance of getting something or winning something um, they're more than likely to respond um, to something. But I think that people, a lot of people, depends a lot on how engaged your donor base is because there's a lot of people, if it's a well-written survey, um, they just want to be heard and they want their opinion to matter in the organization. So I think acknowledging that in the survey that this is for the purposes of getting your opinion heard and improving our operations and being more accountable to our donors, that also helps drive response rates if you acknowledge that in the survey. But yeah, people like free stuff. Um, so we often include um, freebies um, to give away and that helps drive response rates. Right, so I mean, you, you could also, you could almost, um, construct a kind of a, a formula to determine response rate, uh, not to say that you, you could actually predict response rate uh, in, in any accurate kind of a way, but that 
uh, response rate would sort of be this function of um, the messaging in the uh, survey invitation uh, plus the presence or absence of an incentive uh, plus perhaps the uh, like the quality uh, of the incentive uh, as well as perhaps um, you know the 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 uh, the personality makeup of the donors and uh, just maybe how good of a job the uh, nonprofit has done uh, engaging donors in the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, it's not a complete wild guess when we go in and we do these things for organizations. If once I've seen their response rates for DM packages and I've seen their email program and how they interact with donors and get a sense, we feel more comfortable giving uh, a guess or educated guess, I guess, a prediction on what response rates we're likely to see when we do these kind of surveys and we're usually pretty accurate. But to say like we can't make that call before we've kind of met the organization, got to know the organization a bit and see what we're kind of working with. Right, yeah, no, that, that, that makes perfect sense. Um, so uh, you know we we've spoken about um, the services that you've offer that you offer, and we've spoken about uh, just you know getting people to open up those surveys and you know what motivates them uh, to to even open them up uh, to begin with. Um, what? would you say um, makes for a, a fairly engaging survey? Um, so my experience is just asking the right kind of questions and turning it back onto the donor and saying, what do you feel is important for this organization? So you're making the survey about the donor. You're not making the survey about the organization. You're asking the donor what's important to them. Um, and this has been a lesson I've been taught in my past experience, my current experience too in nonprofit is don't make anything you do about yourself or about the organization, make it about the donor. So what's, what's important to the donor? Ask them what's important to them. What do you want to see our money being spent on? What do you think we should focus on in the future? I think that any, more than any kind of wording is the most important thing you can do to make an engaging survey is make it that donor centric like anything nonprofit make it donor centric makes perfect sense to me thank you very much for your, your answer um okay so uh you know we've spoken about the services that you offer and uh we've spoken about uh getting people to even open the surveys that you send out um as well as uh, you know, what What constitutes uh, an engaging survey that people will actually complete. Um, now let's turn to um, the results. Uh, in your opinion, ideally speaking, um, how should nonprofits use the results of your surveys, uh, both the, the raw results and, you know, perhaps any of the more... Um, higher level uh, um, uh, summary uh, statistics slash, 
you know, multivariate analysis uh, of the results? Yeah, so we provide both to the organizations when we do surveys, um, and they should be seen as a tool for marketing and um, how to better connect with their donors. And like anything like you do, like we do, um, they're another tool. They give you more information to hopefully help you make better decisions. Um, so we really pride ourselves on the fact that we don't just give you, you know, 50 pages of um, PowerPoint data um, with a bunch of data on them saying, say, that's all the same stuff. That all means the same to us. Um, go make with it what we will. Um, we like to give actionable insights, at least a couple actionable insights and keep things simple and try and focus on what we really think can help these organizations flourish from what we learn in the surveys. Um, so that's kind of what we focus on um, and we want to do differently is we don't want to just give them a bunch of numbers and say, go do with it what you will. Um, but at the end of the day, it's always going to be the person who's director of development or whoever's making use of this data to process it and take our advice and work with the data and make the best decisions in direct mail. So for instance, um, with COVID-19, we've done surveys for organizations and we've seen that, you know what, giving habits aren't really changing that much a, a lot among a lot of these donors. Um, they're actually going to stay relatively the same because of who the donor demographic is and their connections to these organizations. And that's very useful to know that during the middle of a crisis that your donors are more than likely going to be there for you. and aren't going to change their giving habits and we aren't going to see a drop off in giving like that helps you make decisions when you have to put out the next direct mail piece or send out those emails. Um, you can be more confident in your predictions. Um, so we show people psychometric data so we can get, we can give you a snapshot of what your donors are actually thinking, how your donors see things in the future and how they're likely to give and what they think is important for the organization. And you can take that stuff and, yeah, really make your organization donor centric. I think that's the key thing for nonprofits is we you help we help you make your organization more donor centric because we tell you what the donors think. Um, yeah, that's that's huge. Um, I, I mean, I especially like the story that you were telling about the organization uh, that uh, got you to send out a survey for them. Uh, you know, in the middle of our current pandemic. Uh, and results sort of came back indicating that uh, the, the donors were, were planning on being there for the nonprofit, that they uh, weren't just going to jump ship because, uh, you know, they were worried about their finances or some such. Um, and, I mean, it's information like this uh, that uh, I think really helps a nonprofit uh, or for-profit, uh, whatever the case may be, uh, to plan their activities uh, or to strategize their approach uh, based on something real and, and actionable. Yeah, exactly. And I think I know I've seen what you wrote um, also about giving in 2008 recession. And then you've also done analysis that showed people are giving more now than ever. And like, that's just more information. That's more helpful information for these organizations to know when they're planning 
do you know, do we do an emergency appeal? Are we going to get any money during the summer? Like, what are we going to have to cut? Are we going to have to cut programs? Or like, what do we do? Where is our revenue headed for the next year with the result of this pandemic? And this is just more useful information. So we're one part of the tool that these organizations can use. Um, organizations such as yourself, like another part of the tool, or just tools for these organizations to help them make better decisions and help them make donor-centric decisions. <laughs> I I agree. I'm 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 laughing because this is one of the few circumstances where I'm perfectly happy to be called a tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Mercy, thank you very much for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um okay. So uh we've spoken about uh using the results uh of the surveys um now i'm i'm sort of curious like what uh what impact uh do you believe um uh uh uh, creating and deploying these surveys and then, you know, getting the results, what impact do you believe that uh, can have on a nonprofit? Um, well, it's difficult to say what impact it has, um, like in a broad general term, um, because all organizations are going to use this data differently, um, whether or not they take advice from us, you know, whether or not, um, yeah, like what, so it's difficult to say what impact necessarily each in general spins, but like I think what impact, if I had to boil it down to what impact we gave, like we help them, we give them an insight into what their donors are thinking. I think otherwise they're missing when they're making their decisions because working in nonprofit um, in development role, like you always have a sense even when you're not, you're an organization that doesn't do surveys, you, you kind of have a sense of what your donor is. You kind of have a sense of what they look like, um, what their preferences are. Um, but it's a guess, like it's a guess. So like, and these surveys, they really, they can help you say, oh yes, like I was right about what my typical donor looks like. I was right to know what kind of preferences or what they want to see from this organization or like they might, and that, confirming in itself is very useful because it gives you more confidence to do certain types of marketing, direct mail, email activities um, to connect with these donors. Or you might learn that, you know, you're a bit off in what you think your donors actually care about or what your donor profile actually looks like um, in terms of age or demographics, such like that. Um, Like, so we're just giving them a window and we're giving them a tool. I go back to the world tool, like, it's just more insight and it's up to them to see how they use it. So we want to give them actionable insights to action, I guess, in a sense. Um, um, and then these organizations can, yeah, decide what kind of impact they want it to have. Um, because yeah, we're not a panacea for everything. Um, but yeah, we offer you insight otherwise you wouldn't have and that can be very useful when used properly right um yeah 
Um, okay. So I think that's about it for today. Um, so listen, Michael, uh, I want to uh, really thank you for uh, taking the time out of your day uh, to have a chat with me about uh, LMR market research. And uh, for my listeners, uh, I shall put a link to L uh, LMR market research uh, in the description section of this episode. Um, but uh, otherwise, uh, I, again, thank you very much. And uh, I hope you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I hope you have a great day. All right. Bye for now. Bye. That's it for today's episode. If you'd like to find out more about me and the services that I offer through my data science consulting company, feel free to visit www.donorscience.ca. I hope you've learned something interesting from this episode and that I haven't scared you with donor data.